forever. If you are someone that has been familiar with this church, you will remember or you will know by experience that every month we always handle different teams based on the pillars of the ministry. And last month we dealt with wisdom. But I wanted to move on and God said you are not done with wisdom. I've learned not to fight God. If you want to go far with God, one thing you must learn is flexibility. God said, take now thy only son, the one that it took you 25 years to get and sacrifice it unto him. Yes, boss. When he got to the mountain and took the knife off, God said, stay thy hand, Abraham. I'm sure if Abraham was an African man, he said, no, devil, you are a liar. I killed this boy now. Praise God. Until you are flexible, God cannot make the most of you. A concrete slab is useless until it's broken. It is when you are at that state that you are not completely formed that you can be molded into something good. I pray for someone here. You will not be too difficult for God to manage. For those that said amen, settled forever. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So, I believe God has something special for someone today. You will not return the same way you came. The text we read, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to 11. Praise God. Are you there? I'll be speaking to us on unparalleled success by what? Wisdom. Unparalleled success. You should write that down by wisdom. A teacher builds block. The Bible says precept must be upon precepts and line upon line. Here it leads you and there it leads you. That's how the one that is weary will enter into his rest. So Proverbs 6 verse says, go to the hand thou sluggard, consider our ways and be what? Wise. Next verse says what? Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, mm -hmm. provided our meat in the summer and gathered our food in the harvest. Next verse. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will thou arise out of thy sleep? Continue. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of thy hands to sleep. What will happen? So shall their poverty come to them as one that travaileth. Or travel it rather, and I want as an armed man. I speak to someone here. You will not look back on your life with regret. I'm declaring concerning someone. When your hair is turned gray, there will be symbols of wisdom, not ashes of shame. There are old people that are worthy of honor, and they are useless elders. I decree at the sunset of your life because sunset is much more beautiful than sunrise. Sunrise is hot, shining, warm, you know, but sunset is calm. When the sun is setting, you want to look, watch it set because when you reflect on your life, you know you have not wasted it. I'm speaking to you at the sunset of your life. I decree with the authority that cannot fail, you will not look back in regret. When your time on earth shall come to an end, it will not be said of you that you have lived in vain. In the name of Jesus Christ. Someone spoke to me that as I sat in first class in an airline, one very old man came to ask him, what will you want to drink? Uh, what do you care for? Juice? He was shaking. He was old, but he asked to walk. Otherwise, he will not eat. When you father's meat, Opening the gate for you to enter a compound is a sign that during his sunrise, he was doing what others were not doing. He said, go to the hand, you sluggard, consider our ways and be wise. May God give us understanding. A 75-year-old man said, oh God, you are welcome. Something happened when he was younger. If a bricklayer can build a house, there's no excuse for failure. The tailor that I used to sew my clothes, I was living in your house. I was just with him. I said, where do you live? He said, I live far. So I come early. I said, it must be yours. He said, yes. If a tailor can build, your certificate is for what? 
Just that you might understand that to matter in life is not based on a document. It's based on uncommon common sense. At the root of success is wisdom. Without wisdom, no one can solve. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth and established a foundation. So if God lacks sense, this world will not be in space, uh, will not be in place. Uh, my son said to me that if the world should shift, half of it will be born, the other half will freeze. So it is delicately balanced because at the root of it is wisdom. God does not have sense. God is sense. You must get it straight. Wisdom is a person. That's why Proverbs say, wisdom cries. A, a, an object cannot cry. You must be living to make sound. That's why Jesus did not say, I have sense. He said, a greater than Solomon is here. Because what Solomon was operating by, I gave him. I, Jesus, am the wisdom and the power of God. I decree, because you have the mind of Christ. Every foolishness in your goings, by the authority that cannot fail, God will take it away. Amen. Wisdom is justified of our children. I am speaking to five people here. It will be evident through your life Amen. that you are a child of the living God. Amen. If the child of a cow is a cow, whether you like it or not, you call it baby cow, you call it lamb, like you sabi. I don't know too much of English. But I know a monkey will produce a monkey. So, a God can only produce a God. And that's why the book of Psalms says, you are God's. Jesus said in John 20, 21, that as the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. After he arose, he told Mary, don't touch me, because now the barrier is broken. I go to your fa my father and your father. It was not so before. Now you have equal access. I am praying for you. Every veil on your mind that has hindered you from seeing divine ideas, on this mountain it is turned to two. You will see clearly because destiny is at the mercy of sense. Amen. Lord, you give us understanding. So, he said, go to the ant. <laughs> you, slogan, consider our ways and be what? Wise. Open with me again to the book of Proverbs 30, verse 24 to 28. I want to show you something. Proverbs 30. 24. He said, there be four things that are what? Follow me, please. There be four things that are what? But something... <laughs> did, you, did you see that? Four things, they are very small. You crush them, but they are exceeding wise. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. Uh, these four, four categories of uh, dangerous personalities with the hand, the conies, the locust, and the spider. I'll be speaking to you about them as regards to success and wisdom. Because I know Jesus always used similitude. Because if I speak big grammar now, you may not understand. But if you remember, anytime you see ant, you borrow sense. You know, so we'll talk about the ant today and maybe another subject, but I'll dwell more on the ant. Success is attainable for anyone who is stoop to learn. Learning requires humility. A man that must learn must know that he does not know. The day you know you know is the day you stop learning. And when you stop learning, you start dying. A man entered his library and saw dust on his books and he shook his head. He said, how long have I died? To live is to learn. To live is to learn. And that's why the Bible says the wise man will hear and increase in learning. You are living to learn. Add value. Your body cannot grow again except you want to be growing pot belly. At a particular age, growth stops. But one thing that cannot stop learning is the mind. Scientists formally said that when you get to a particular age, your brain cannot function when you are in your early 20s. But it has also been learned that it's not true. The brain may stop growing at 22 or 23, but the mind does not stop. The older you get, the smaller your brain becomes, but the mind does not stop. The mind is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it becomes. That's why those that are given to reading, their brain is still as sharp as when they were back in school. And I'm speaking to those of you that had rendered your mind redundant. On this mountain, God will jumpstart your brain. 
God will what? Jumpstart your brain. So anyone can succeed if he can stoop to learn. Zig Ziglar said, just any dummy can succeed if he cares to know what it takes. If he cares to know what it takes. So people that are successful, they are not better than you, but they are conversant with relevant information. That is why the labor of a fool makes everybody tired. He doesn't know the way to town. He talks big, but how do you get there? He doesn't know. He said, we sell it. Okay, where do we buy? He said, somebody said it somewhere. Where? You don't know. Okay, now you have it. Where do you say? I don't even know the market. You make everybody tired. I was speaking to you. Information is not enough. Adequate knowledge. To drive the message home, may God give it unto you. You will no longer be lost in transit. When you embark, you arrive. May God give you capacity to finish well. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you are someone that has been to the safari, or been to the jungle, or been to the zoo, there's something about South Africa they call them the big five. Whenever you're in South Africa, the safari is a place to go. What am I going to see? The big five in the jungle. You have the lion, which is the king of all the animals. Then you have the buffalo. They call it the cape buffalo. Even for a lion to kill a buffalo, he will try. If it's a very big one, there must be more than one to, to bring it down. Then you have the rhinoceros. They call it the black rhinoceros. It's also very big. One lion can break it down. The hide is very strong. Then you have the African leopard. Then I think lastly, you have the elephant, the big five. And so when you're looking at the animal kingdom today, those are the ones that are reigning and talking. But when God wanted to advise you, he didn't ask you to go to the elephant. There's nothing to get. He didn't ask you to go to the lion. That you are bold does not mean you won't be broke. That you can beat 10 agbero does not mean you will not beg for bread. It's inconsequential that you have muscle without memory. All those things don't matter. What matters is uncommon, common sense. When you have sense, you will hire agbero to open your gates. Those that use bodyguard, they are always smaller than the bodyguard guarding them. Those that build their houses are not as strong as the bricklayer carrying pompon. But because they have sense, they pay your money and you say, Yes, sir. Well done, sir. I continue, sir. I am speaking to you. The key that will put you in charge, may God put it in your hands. I decree you will not be big for nothing. No one will look at you and tell you are tall for nothing. They will no longer see of you that you are old for nothing. When you speak, I declare, men will stand. When you pronounce, they will give heed to your wisdom. When you profess solution, they will learn by experience that it is risky to refuse your instruction. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you are the one I'm speaking to say, amen. amen. So God did not look at the elephant when he entered the jungle. Even trees give way. God did not look at the lion. Anything that comes, he eats. Very, very bold, but very useless. The lion has no stall. The lion eats what he sees per day. The day full finish, lion finish. Most of them die of hunger. When the earth move, the lion must move. There's no freezer. There's no storage. He likes fresh meat. He boasts about fresh meat. And he dies like fresh meat. May God give us sense. The lion is only at the mercy of a day. If the lion does not hunt, it will go starving. Lions are either fasting or feasting. It's a very useless way to live. They live by chance. They live by opportunity. I decree. By wisdom. You will create opportunities. You won't wait for it. When you have sense, you don't wait for opportunity. You create it. When you have sensor, you become opportunity. When they meet you, they're blessed. Listen, you buy into favor because you lack advantage. There's a level you get blessed that you become favor. When people collide with you, they have collided with favor. When they meet you, they have met with destiny. When they see you face to face, they have found solution because you have built yourself by wisdom. When you grow in grace and sense, success is, becomes automatic. You don't work for it. It becomes your lifestyle. I decree you will succeed. Amen. I say you will succeed. Amen. So when God wanted to talk, he didn't use the elephant. He didn't use the lion. He didn't use the leopard. He didn't use the buffalo. He didn't use all those big stuff. He said, go to the hand and consider our ways so that you can have sense. <laughs> so what are the lessons I'm to learn from the hand? I'll share with you a little then we'll go into Thanksgiving. If I can go into the conies this week, glory to God. What is success? Hallelujah. 
Success is what? Making satisfactory progress. What is success? Making satisfactory and continuous progress. When your progress is not continuous, you lose relevance. Am I speaking to someone? If you don't build up on the achievements of yesterday, your history will forget your effort. To remain relevant, you must continue to make news. I'm speaking to you. Maybe people have seen that you are the same way all the time. So they don't gather around you. People gather around news. I'm speaking to you. Next time, the world will gather around your achievement. The world will gather around your results. Failure is an offer. Is someone listening to me? Failure is an offer. Someone said you can't be perfect, but you can at least be excellent. The first thing you should observe from the ants is this. They have no ruler. They have no overseer. They have no guide. They have capacity to walk without supervision. There are people here, if you don't tell them what to do, their brain can never instruct them. Okay, how do you think 2019 will end when you are sleeping till 10 o'clock? You are waiting for someone to tell you to wake up. Continue. I'm asking you, your mates are hustling. Even if the hustling has not paid off, at least they're there. It is in the place you are walking that favor will find you. Favor does not come to you in that sleeps. The Bible says, I pass through the field of the slothful. Ah, tons and thistles. His garden is full of wheat. He can't wake up to dress up. Am I speaking to someone here? Ah, this is lazy Monday. Oh, this is tired Tuesday. Oh, this is weak Wednesday. Oh, this is uh, yeah, Thursday. Then Friday is clubbing Friday. You are going to waste. It's not a cause. If you don't understand that every day is not Christmas, if you don't learn the balance of life, you will beg in harvest. If you don't wake up now that the, the coffee is hot, at old age, you will serve your children. God forbid. Wake up. I can't stand before failures. Everyone under the sound of my voice, you will matter in history. You know, the devil will put you to sleep. And because time is fleeting and life is brief, before you know it, everything has happened. The devil, the earlier you wake up, the better. He said, consider our ways. No ruler, no leader, no father. She may still here to advise you. The earth does not have a preacher. The earth, they don't have church. There's no overseer. No one tells them what to do, but they have the grace for self-discipline and self-supervision. Until you understand the place of self-discipline, the struggle continues. You don't have anywhere to go. Wake up and walk. Opportunities come to the active. Those early days before we had church, we will wake up and skip. We will do exercise. We will pray. But for you to be on the bed by seven, ah, what are you doing? He said, I watch Game of Thrones. Who sent you? Those that want to be watched don't use their entire life watching others. Those things are time wasters. I, I came to a conclusion that a lot of, are you aware that the number of 30 year olds are in their father's house now? They are more than what it was in those days. In those days, a hustling 24 would have built his house. My dad said I had my first car at 20. And he looked at one of my brothers and he said, you are 20 now. Then I was much younger. He said, what have you achieved? He shook me to my bones. Now at 30, you are claiming food. Where's my food? Where's my meat? They need to take you to the damn barrack for a, a flogging. That one is beyond spiritual. When they flog you 24, your brain will really... Praise God. Am I speaking to someone now? But what happened to this generation that made them comfortable in mediocrity? Uh, what made us comfortable in failure? Why are we comfortable with the status quo? We have lost political seats to social media seats. They have put smartphones in your hands and they have made you stupid. Someone said, why did uh, this guy that did Apple Steve Jobs, he jobbed himself to that product. Why didn't he put those products in the hand of his children? None of the children of that man has Apple. None of them has a tablet. Because he understands that if you give social media, it's addictive. 
your life becomes in the phone. A lot of people are in prison today. No devil needs, no devil is doing you. It's your phone that arrested your destiny. Then Gowan were able to rule because they had no phones. They took over. At 27, he was the president of Nigeria. We have 57. They didn't even give him votes. By the standard of them, Gowan, Feladrioto is not even qualified. It's people like you that should be governors. The youngest president, how old is he? The present prime minister of Canada, how old is he? How old are you? May God give us understanding. Hallelujah. They have no ruler. They have no overseer. They have no guide. But they know when to gather. <laughs> Praise God. May God give us grace to understand our times. You know, something was said about the sons of Issachar. That there was a time the whole nation of Israel got confused. And they didn't know what to do. So they went to the sons of Issachar. Why did the entire nation of Israel turn to one tribe? Because that tribe understood the times. And they went to them for instruction because they knew what Israel ought to do. When you know what to do, the whole world will kill behind you. A lot of people are confused. May God make you a beacon of hope. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, another lesson from the ant is preparation. Somebody say preparation. Say preparation. There is power in preparation. And only the prepared make the most of opportunities. There is a job offer now. For a particular qualification, they count it. Maybe 8 out of 10 or 10, 10. And you, you have through the years of your life, gathered 8 of it. That means you are prepared to a particular extent for that opening. Now, if you wasted 8 years or 16 years of your life, with which you are used to gather those things for the opportunity that is ahead of you, if you waste it, the opportunity will pass you. They won't employ you because you are from their village. Maybe they will do that in the north. They will look at your documents. If you forge it later, they will throw you out and arrest you for fraud. Preparation makes you make the most of opportunities when they come. I want to take you abroad. Like you. I feel I should help you. Do you have a passport? <laughs> What's a passport? One green paper. Green? I have red ID card. You, know, you don't know. You are not prepared. The opportunity has come for the man that wants to help you to help you, but you don't have a travel document. That's a big problem. I have a problem in the U.S. Can you help me preach seven places? Uh, I don't have visa. You are not ready. It's preparation that qualifies you to make the most of opportunities. The ant, they gather their meat in summer. They have an understanding that a time is coming when they will not be able to gather. Speaking, sir. The space you have in the market today may be disallowed tomorrow. You are the talk of the town now. Everybody's rushing you like aunt is rushing sugar. The system can change. Who bought phones? What's crazy about my laptop? It was not the market before. But do you know how many billions passed through computer village? Everyone in Nigeria must go there. But it was not the vogue. But over the years, it has become relevant. But don't think things will not evolve. Now everybody is telling you on Instagram, something may come tomorrow that may, may render Instagram useless. You should be forward thinking. People are already moving from four. You people are still throwing chairs in senators over crude oil. They are using electric cars. You are still saying, you didn't pay my allowance. Where's my wardrobe allowance? There. The oil will soon be useless. So only forward thinking people prepare for the future. May God give us understanding. You know this Agueda now, that land is 25 million. Some people bought it when it was 500 naira. Uncommon, common sense. Now they tell you to buy land. You say the place is far. You are a big boy. Continue. Hallelujah. See, I hear. You see, when you think it's serious, people don't respond. You see that I hear. See, I hear. You see, Mr. <laughs> see, I hear. <laughs> Praise God. I hope people will not lynch me after service. <laughs> Amen. 
I'm sorry, but it's not my duty to make you comfortable. I believe God that the day I'll be preaching sentimental messages, it should just take away my calling. When I'll be preaching, I'll be looking at one rich man and say, hey, if I armor this man now, he may not bless me again. May, may he remove my collar. You understand? All of you are billionaires. Mm. Praise God. Amen. So we learn from the hand to prepare. Because preparation makes you make the most of opportunity. What happens with preparation? Preparation affects your perspective. Am I speaking to someone here? Preparation affects your perspective. If you see the storm coming, sir, you'll be better positioned to weather the storms. But when you don't know there's any storm coming anywhere, what happens? You will mess up. For example, you are going to Canada in January and you carry ordinary shirt and trousers. Uh, you will not enjoy your stay. You will remain indoors because you didn't prepare for the winter that they're experiencing. Preparation is everything. Preparation. When you are prepared, you better weather the storms. A prepared man has a prepared perspective. The difference between the eagle and other birds is because when the storms are coming, the eagle is prepared, the others are not. So when the storm comes, they, di they, they dive and they hide. But when the storm comes to the prepared, there's a way he will adjust his wings. And the storm that killed others will move him to a higher altitude. When you are prepared for farming, sir, when others are selling, you'll be buying. Because you have projected ahead that this will become scarce. So I'm preserving this asset to trade during this period of farming. Preparation affects your perspective. In other words, where others were busy eating during summer, the ant, they ate little and saved much. So during the winter that other insects are dying, they are going to their store. They are reservoir and they are buying from it. And they are buying for it. The power of preparation. The power of preparation. Let me tell you. The depth of your preparation will determine the height of your manifestation. John the Baptist was in the bush until the time of his showing to Israel. Jesus was in preparation for 30 years. By the time he showed up in Israel, it became the talk of the town. Adequate preparation prevents poor performance. When he showed up, sir, for three and a half years, the world has not recovered. Moses was not prepared when he first attempted to lead. And he killed an Egyptian uh, officer. But he went back to the bush for 40 years. And when he was 80, prepared, he came back on the scene. And the next 40 years of his life qualified him as one of the greatest human beings that ever lived. The time spent in preparation is not a time wasted. When you are in school, you are preparing. When you are at home and your mom is teaching you to cook, you put your eye there. You are in preparation, sir. When you are an apprentice learning work, you are in preparation. When you are a child, you are in preparation. May God give us understanding. Praise God. Respect yourself. Indicate from back. Don't let me see you here again. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I will prepare. Say it consciously. So, preparation entails planning. Look at someone tell them planning is winning. For example, you are coming to a church that they teach as if their life depends on it and you don't have a daughter and a barrel. It's obvious you are prepared. You have a smartphone now. Let's assume it even met you suddenly. You should be putting something down except you know everything I'm about to say. Do you know the next thing I'm about to say? No matter how knowledgeable you are, there might be something I'm saying that you don't know. No one is the sole custodian of knowledge. That's why a wise man will hear. And wisdom is too high. Praise God. Answer very well. Answer very well. Praise God. There is power in what? Preparation entails what? Planning. And what is planning? Planning literally means engaging in logical, rational, and analytical thinking. When a man is planning, he's preparing for the future. Planning is winning. Refusal to plan is failing. Jesus said, which of you want to build a tower will not first sit down and count the cost? To plan is to sit down. You are here. There's big TV in your house, but there's no reading table. You need to be flogged. There must be a table, not your bed. That you will sit and read. You want to leave the house? Take time to write out something. They asked Abiola something. What is the secret of your success? I wake up 3 a.m. every day to plan my day. 
a Muslim man. But history can't forget him. What's the secret? The secret of men are in their stories. I wake up 3 a.m. to plan my day. Do you plan your day or your day goes as it comes? As you step out, your friend, Paka. He said, where are we going? He said, we're at Jamboree. He said, let's go there. Eight bottles. Where are we going? We're at Clubboree. Go there. Right to where you're about. For me, tell everybody, the next day you start again. Like, like a rolling stone. Let me tell you, only those that take deliberate action arrive at precise destinations. Only those that take deliberate action arrive at precise destinations. Life is very deliberate. To take life anyhow is to arrive anyhow. Someone said, start acting like you're going somewhere and everybody will bid you farewell. Everything is holding you down now because you are not behaving like you're on a mission. When you're a man on a mission, poverty will leave you. He said, when you are restless, you will break the yoke of the brother from your neck. Are you aware that planning is hard work? Actions without planning, you will waste time, you waste resources. But if you take your time to sharpen your axe, when you enter the jungle, you will catch up with those that have been cutting since morning. Because when the axe is blunt, you waste a lot of strength. Planning is sharpening your skill. You know where to go, precise things to do. You take your time to do things right. I remember when I gave one quack to prepare my visa. It's obvious the person is a quack. And now look at my life. I say, me, I work with British Embassy for 11 months. I'm not giving you. What happened to my brain? Is it fried? So I sat down and re-prepared the document myself. Yes, sir. As my hand is even touching those documents, the anointing for irresistible favor is yesterday. Who can refuse you? Sit down and think. Everybody has a brain. You don't need to borrow my own to think. You have your own. The way I'm living my life now, how will I be in 10 years? Sit down and count, count it. The way your salary is always in deficit before the month is over. You are calling to pay debt. Sit down and calculate. That if I continue like this, I will beg you. You know when you begin to tell yourself the truth? The aunts don't have overseer, but you know they, they advise themselves. That if we don't gather, we will eat ourselves. If you don't advise yourself with the way your life is going, you will beg your younger ones. Praise God. You will not beg. I declare from this altar, you will not beg. You will not beg. Praise God. What else are you learning from the ant? Capacity building. What did I say, sir? I know you entered the organization with a degree. Congratulations. Congratulations that during the time you are applying for jobs, sir, they still recognize degree. Degree now is 50K. I'm telling you, it's sometimes 35. Somebody was crying in my office. I said, how much your husband any? He said, 35,000. And I told you to leave the useless work. That's in economics. Yes, sir. Not secondary school, no. Economics in university. You must be a brainer to be able to trash it. It's not accounting. Accounting is small boy. When economics is talking, you will know you are seeing economy. But which is economical masters. It's earning 35,000. You must build capacity. If the highest is BSC, I have arrived. You, you put the NY certificate in your father's bylaw because you are the first graduate. Continue. That's your achievement. The picture in the bylaw. You must go for other courses. Relevant courses. You're already building something. Don't just jump and diversify. Build around your course. Become a giant in your field. Become an icon that must be celebrated. Build capacity. They employed you five years with degree. And that's still the highest on your resume. Eskisa. We need to taste your brain. The nine hours you are using to build another person's hour, uh, empire. When you return from work, you have another nine hours to build your own. When you use nine to five, right? Then calculate another five to nine of which you can borrow to build your own. If you don't want to end your life serving others, you must build capacity. Buy into courses. I was with one, someone you know. He went to Harvard online. 
and teach one managerial course there. They opened it up and bought into it. While he was doing this, his MDs were already fighting him. Somebody came to you, you to do this Harvard business something. Do you want to take your gas walk? Problem everywhere. They are intimidated because it's building capacity. You can insult anybody, but you must be careful around the person that is growing. If you insult him, you will need his umbrella tomorrow. Build capacity. Praise God. Moluwe was raining one time. Are you aware? And those that are driving, they don't have license. And don't have certificate. When BRT came during the time of Tinubu, the first time, some of them that they bought in job. Praise God. Amen. Shake your head like this. Say, I hear, I hear, I hear. I'm thinking, no, I hear. I decree as you sit down to plan, you will rise up to prosper. Say it well. Praise God. Another thing to learn from the hand is gathering. Somebody say gathering. Say it well, gathering. It is wise to gather. There is a season to gather. Even when you look, you must understand there is always something to save. Am I making sense? Even when you are broke, there is something to save. Let me tell you, one million, it won't still be enough to meet your needs. If you have 10 million now, it won't still be enough. That's the truth. If you have 100 million, you want to stay in Jerry. You want to buy one car. You want to help your family. At the end of the day, it won't still be enough. So that is just 100,000 people are not able to save. It's not an excuse. Someone said, save first. And spend the rest. But you know what we do? We spend the rest. Then when it's left with 10,000, say, okay, let me keep 2,000. Ah. That's why planning is crucial. I was talking to my son. He said, how do I do it? That, okay, imagine me now calling you, say, Omo, ministry is not working. Austin, can you roll down me 10,000? I will give you when they pay offering. <laughs> will you be able to call me your pastor? I'm asking, you think I have money because I'm old? It has nothing to do with age. I'm not begging for you because I have budgeted my life. If you have billion today, you should live on budget. Because expenses will rise to meet with income. You can increase your salary. And the next thing you do is to eat it. What is an increase on that salary should be saved. Otherwise, you will not know the increase. Praise God. The power to gather, Ecclesiastes 3, there's a season to gather, season to scatter. The time to embrace. You can celebrate in the time of marriage. There's a time to refrain from embrace. When you get married, you'll be looking at your wife naked like this. Your body will not respond. You don't get it. There's a time for everything. But now, when you say this, you're scared. You'll be shaking. Hey! 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 When you marry, you will discover, you will see this something, and you'll just be looking. Respond, Omo. I'm on sabbatical. Because everything has season. There's a time to gather. Yes, you can't start gathering at 65. You will die indebted. There's a season to gather, sir. You are between the age of 1 to 30. You can be getting and losing, but from 30 to 60, you better build for your future. So that you don't beg your children. Their parents and their parents. So understanding. Praise God. I was sharing my mommy somewhere in the house. God bless you, my wave your hands. Mommy. Mommy. How many months did you say you gave me breasts? I was fighting you that you didn't do like extra. You did just 12 months. Praise God. She built her first house at 30 for her mother. Do you know my age? And I want to build for her. Are you getting it? The, the intricacies of our times are different. If we don't wake up, we will lose value. At 30, she took her mother from the slums and placed her in the city. Full flat. Completed and fenced. From her own money. The same money she gave other wives that they used to buy clothes. She built her. Get it. 
I speak concerning you. When your parents will refer to you, they will call you a glorious child. They came to Joseph and they said, Oga, there's a dream that confused Pharaoh. You interpreted my dream when I was with you and came to pass. Maybe it's fluke, but we know now. Pharaoh needs your presence. And when the guy got there, they shaved him. He had been preparing for 30 years for that moment. He had dreamt, dream has thrown him in the way, thrown him out of where, got him into slavery, got him into prison. In the prison again, he didn't stop. He kept on interpreting. The only gift he had was interpretation. If you say you see cow, he'll tell you what the cow means. Say, that cow is your uncle. He wants to kill you. Praise God. Amen. If you say you see crocodile, he say yes, that crocodile is that your auntie. Joseph knew how to interpret things. So the opportunity came for him and they called him before Pharaoh. And he said to Pharaoh, relax. Interpretation belongs unto God. But the two dreams are one. The seven years of plenty and seven years. He said, if you don't gather during the seven years of plenty, ah, your legacy will be ruined during the seven years of... Uh, everybody heard that information, but only Pharaoh used the information. The knowledge I'm sharing with you is useless until you use it. And what did he say? They gathered in the seven years of excess and they preserved it by wisdom. And the produce did not rot in. It didn't decay. Rice was preserved. You know, the drier the rice, the sweeter it is. And when the seven years of farming eat town, Genesis 41 verse 55, please open it to me. Genesis 41 55, are you there? Help me. Genesis, if you are there with the Lord, verse help us read, please. When all the land of Egypt was famished, now get it straight. Egypt had seven years of say plenty. Seven years. They had the harvest of eight years in one year. Eight years in one year. Eight years in one year. For seven years. And one year of farming, everybody was broke. That means they ate with their ten fingers. I'll show you why. What did he say? He said, And when all the land of Egypt was famished, they were all hungry, the yes? Cried to Pharaoh they went bread. to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh said, And Pharaoh said unto all the Egyptians, Go unto Joseph. What is said to you do? And what was the advice? Joseph, get to Pharaoh, you can sit down. Joseph said to Pharaoh, In the seven years of plenty, save 20% of all you see. You see 10 bags, save two. You see eight tubers, preserve two. And Joseph did that for seven years. You know the mystery? The whole nation of Egypt didn't save one thing. When they were hungry, they went to Joseph, the one that has gathered. Look, when you have taken your time to gather when you should, in farming, you become indispensable. When there becomes a problem, everybody goes to you. Joseph was a nobody. They said they make a slave and put him as prime minister. Let's see how far he will go. When famine broke loose, they saw how far he had gone. A man that has gathered in season during the time there's difficulty, everybody will come to you. Don't be like others. He said, a wise man always has oil in his store, but a foolish one spends everything. Always have something you will touch. Everybody came to Joseph and Joseph said, pay. They paid double. And he was feeding the whole nation. Listen, when money failed in Egypt, they came to him. They said, money not to die. They said, take our land. He took all their land. When there was no land again, they came to him. Are we going to die? Within seven years, they sold, they spent all their money for food. You know, food is the most important thing. By the time there is famine, eh? You will know the value of food. You will see that you can't eat your clothes. All these 30 million, 40 million native agbada you are putting everywhere. You will see you can't eat it. They came to him again. They said, land has finished. Will we die? They said, buy us. They sold themselves to slavery for food. I am speaking to you. As you take up the wisdom of gathering, when others are desperate, you will become the go-to. There was a noise. And that, that man came to a pastor. He's from Mali. He came to the pastor in the north. He said, they said they are chasing all Malians. They said, who says so? He said, somebody tried me the rumor that I want to pass the law. Buy my house. A whole building, duplex. He sold it for 12000 because he wants to run to Mali. Okay, what if that pastor didn't have liquid asset of 12000 It doesn't matter the 
solid asset you have, you must always have liquid asset because it's only with liquid asset you can tap into opportunity. He bought it 12,000. After three months, the pastor came back. Here. He said, rumor about we signed and sealed. He went back to rented apartment. Opportunity. There are desperate people selling land desperately every day. You just have liquid assets. You will buy in the out of town. There will be someone that didn't gather. We are not hearing me. There will be someone that didn't gather in summer. That must beg from you in harvest. And that is why it's either you have the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. If you have taken your time to endure and drink arena and save some, when others are saying, ah, you will not be smiling because you discipline yourself. You will not regret your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I have just three more minutes and I'm out of your way. Praise God. See how we gather. So you are earning 20,000. If you want to go by Joseph's principle, save. Save. 4,000. That's by Joseph's principle. But thank God that we are wiser than Joseph now. We are wiser than Joseph now. We are wiser. You don't agree. You are looking at me. We are wiser than Joseph. But the minimum you should do is 20%. Now, any 200, save 40. Give God his own 10%. No matter who is freezing you on the media. Don't mess yourself up. I was listening to the greatest billionaire that, that ever lived in America that gathered from coins. He was a dangerous titan. He gave 10% to, to church or charity from all his income and he rose by that. Is somebody listening to me now? Give God his own 10%. Save your own 20%. Have a budget for your house. If you don't want to be answering to landlord, have a budget for your household. Live on budget. Every day is not Christmas. You can't be eating chicken every day. I'm not cursing you. Because you didn't eat chicken does not mean you're suffering. You can go with boiled eggs. Am I right? Clara has finished in the market. Every day, one kilo. One kilo. You don't know where. And the one kilo ever made you look like kilo. You yourself, you are kilo. Oh, kissibe. Praise God. Amen. May God give us understanding. Learn to gather. Every day is not Christmas. You can't be going to fast food restaurant every day. You're a big man. You are sensational in your life. You are trading with your future. May God. <laughs> Peace out. Praise God. Amen. Your life will matter. Amen. Say amen very well. Amen. So, when you gather in season, you will be indispensable like Joseph out of season. The Bible says in Proverbs 12, 24 that the end of the diligence shall be a rule. Are you listening to me now? It shall be a rule. Let me tell you what. If I have a billion now and I place people here that are not working on 150,000 naira salary, all of you will sign for the employment. Do you know why? I've been diligent to gather, so I've arrested your destiny. When you are diligent to be a rule, Joseph was diligent. And the whole of Egypt answered to him. They said, he bought Egypt forever. That till tomorrow, those people are still paying tribute to Pharaoh on their land because Joseph had arrested it. Praise God. No one will arrest you tomorrow. Another lesson to learn from the hands as we close is the lesson of work, hard work. Lesson of what? What did Jesus say? Jesus said, my father worked at Iteto and I... If Jesus was working, what are you doing? You're a big man. Joblessness is not a sign of wealth. The billionaires are still working. I can't you that Dan Gote is so fat he can't enter his car. He's in shape. You see that I collected whether well, 16 million or 10 million dollars. I look at it and I return it. You collect 100,000 now. Yet you are so robust, your shoe can't enter your leg. Tie your lace now. There's impediment between your belly and your knee. Uh, you are breathing there to tie your lace. And yet, you don't have 100,000 in your account. Am I speaking to someone? No? Bill Gates, very, very fresh. He went to eat somewhere. They asked for a tip. He gave the guy $2. His own son was giving tip. He gave him 300 or 400. Ah, they said, but you are a billionaire. Why is your child giving more tip than you? Ah, he said, my son is the child of a billionaire. I am the child of a farmer. 
You, I, I, you don't forget your source. If you play big, you play foul. Everybody is paying money. <laughs> you have forgotten that your father is dead. Am I speaking to someone? You forgotten that you have bills to pay. You have forgotten you are no longer single. You are now responsible. You two, you are, you are, you are doing like them. We're done. I continue. You are declaring a core philanthropy. Give all of them. We pay God is here. Drink and not get up. Continue. Praise God. So walk when you can walk. Praise God. Lottery is mockery. You can't make it big. Pray in their beds. Don't deceive yourself. Any money that comes cheap will go cheap. You can't make it. You can't make it big. Stealing other people's money. The Bible says, uh, a ostrich, as an ostrich lays a egg and leaves it without hatching it, he that gathers wealth and not by right shall leave it in the midst of his days, and then at the end of it, you'll be a fool. Those that gather by labor shall increase. Work cannot kill you. The ant did not die. In fact, when you are working, insomnia will go naturally. A laboring man, his sleep is sweet. The reason why at night you are looking for sleep is because you have not labored during the day. Walk 12,000 steps. By night, you know, sleep will have slept before you crash. Praise God. God will give us understanding. He said, Walk while it is day, for the night comment when no man can walk. Bow your heads. And it's your choice now to tell God, I know areas I'm weak. I know areas I'm struggling. I know I'm spending and eating with my ten fingers. I ask for grace. I don't want to sell off my future. Lord, give me a fresh start. Give me a new beginning. God does not waste his resources. If God is blessing and you are wasting it, God will withdraw. God, give me another opportunity. Give me another chance. Repent. Repent of your waste. Repent of your lack of preparedness. Repent of your slothfulness. Repent of your laziness. Go to the ant. Consider our ways. Lord, I ask for grace. I've been sleeping. 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 Praise God. Talk to God. In Jesus' name, all heads bowed, all eyes closed. You are here. Jesus knocked at the door of your heart and you only opened a few. When Jesus knocked, you opened the door of salvation, but you shut the door of your relationship. You shut the door of your money. You didn't live a life of total surrender. I want to help you. All heads bowed. You want to surrender all areas of your life to you because if it's not Lord of all, it's not Lord at all. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. God bless you, my sister, for your sincerity. You are here by yourself. Put that hand on your chest and begin to ask him for mercy and begin to tell him, I give it all. I surrender it all. I give it all. I surrender it all. I give it all. I surrender it all. In Jesus' name. I pray for those of you whose hand are on your chest. I decree the God that caused Samson's hair to grow again will give you another chance. May God give you a fresh start. I pray for those, because there are some people here, you are actually working, but it's not yet showing. I'm asked to encourage you. I decree from today, the profit of your hard work begins to find aggressive expression. I'm praying for you. In the name of Jesus, it will soon show that you are hardworking. I am declaring with authority, your toil will not be in vain. The world will know that the hard work has paid off. For someone saying amen, it is settled forever. In Jesus' name, we we'll pray. Quickly, we are going to Thanksgiving. Today, I mean, April.